<laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we are coming in hot with actually a New Year's themed one for everyone in preparation of the New Year at the end of this week. It's not super fun and exciting and cheery, (laughs) but that's usually the way our stories go, I feel like. Continuing with the holiday fear. Yeah, exactly. And now, Sid, you picked a good case to bring in the new year with. (laughs) Woo! Ringing in the new year. Yeah. Hopefully everyone had a good Christmas without any fear and only cheer. And hopefully your New Year's will be nothing like this story. Yes. Yes. Retweet that. Hopefully (laughs) you ring in your New Year with happiness and mimosas like people are supposed to. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I don't have anything else to add. I think uh, I should just let you dive right into it, huh? This sounds good to me. All right. On December 31st, 2019, a relationship that had started on social media had ended in murder. Shaylin Moran and Jack Doherty only had started their relationship online a few weeks prior. During that time, their romantic relationship had blossomed, but another conversation that the then 20 and 25-year-olds were having was a plan to attack Shaylin's ex-boyfriend. On New Year's Eve 2019, Jack had traveled to visit Shaylin in Rhode Island, where she had lived for the first time. The two had rented a hotel room in Pantucket, Rhode Island, and then had attended a New Year's Eve party where Jack had proposed to her. Okay, keep in mind they've only been talking for like a few weeks, maybe a month or so, and this is the first time he's meeting her, and he proposes to her at a New Year's Eve party. I literally put in my notes, yikes, moves a little fast, bit of a red flag. (laughs) So many red flags. I'm picturing like one of those (laughs) on Facebook right now, like all the the red flags. (laughs) Yes. Like, that is a little bit extreme. Obsessive. I don't know. I don't like that. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I mean, you've actually physically met for about 24 hours. Yes. And, I mean, I don't think, no matter how long you've been talking, so whether it was, you know, a few weeks, couple months, a year, I feel like it's a lot different to meet someone in person than it is to talk to them via text messages. Correct. And, not only that, but you have only been talking for a few weeks. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's the biggest (laughs) thing of it all. It, it, It literally has only been a few weeks. They had posted, They both of them were very active on social media and had posted about their engagement shortly after. But rather than continuing to plan their future wedding, they started to plan a murder. The plan was for Jack to shoot and kill anyone who had answered the door at Shaylin's ex's house. <laughs> I'm like laughing because 
this story can take so many twists and it really does because like I don't think that's a very solid plan no no like you would think that it would be like we're looking for one specific person but no it's just whoever opens the door like take them out yep that's just how it's gonna go apparently <laughs> doesn't matter who it is like exactly U- UPS guy standing on the porch close enough take him out Ex- exactly <laughs> Her ex had been Leonard Trofield. The two had dated prior to her meeting Jack and had actually only been dating for about four days and had split because of a domestic violence charge on both sides. Um, Shaylin had became very obsessed with her ex and was basically threatening him, his family, I think I read the dog or the cat were being threatened to uh, his brothers, like was just threatening everybody. And they had like a no contact order at one point because of these domestic charges that had come to be. So not only that, they only were together for four days. Yes. Which (sighs) it stresses me out because there's so many red flags in like how toxic all these relationships really are. Yes. And there's definitely a common denominator in all of these relationships, though. Um, (laughs) There is a very toxic human that is being involved in these. But she definitely was either not over him or just had some sort of obsession or toxic piece of her that she wanted to get even with Leonard for no reason. Yeah, whatever. Like, just ruining him. It, I mean, if we were going to go to someone's house and just kill whoever opens the door, it doesn't matter if it's him. It's not like she's coaching Jack and saying, you know, this is what he looks like. This is the person you should be looking for. Honestly, I don't even know if he lived there. Like, <laughs> just go to this house and Yikes. kill whoever's there. Yep, basically. So, on the night of January 1st, 2020... Jack had done exactly what the two had planned, quote, to shoot and kill anyone who opened the door at the home. Cheryl Smith, uh, Leonard's mother, so the ex-boyfriend's mother, had answered the door and was shot four times with a 9mm pistol. She was pronounced dead at the hospital sometime later. After the shooting, Jack had ordered a lift from the scene and during his ride, had texted Shaylin telling her about the killing and had said, quote, this is now for life. Her response was, quote, I am yours forever and you are mine. With a heart emoji, I saw. Yes. Like, what? Real cute. Also, we can order lifts from crime scenes nowadays. Like, that just yeah, struck me as like. I mean, it's probably not the smartest move. No. It would be my guess. <laughs> it, it definitely just struck me as like a, this is definitely like a, I want to say millennial, but it's more like Gen Z crime. <laughs> Let me order this lift here and I'll be on my merry way texting and Snapchatting my friends. The police were able to track the pair down the next day when they were leaving their hotel. They had the murder weapon in their possession at the time of this as well. 
the murder weapon itself ended up being quite an interesting piece of this case, which is actually how I ended up hearing about this case or being interested in it and read more into it. Um, because it was believed that it may have been a 3D printed gun. And it was later listed as being undetermined if this was in fact true. So on Jack's Instagram page, I believe, he had several photos with a gun that was actually like a 3D printed gun. And they were saying that the 9mm that they believed Cheryl had been killed with had great resemblance to this 3D printed gun that they had photos of. And they couldn't determine if it was actually, in fact, a 3D printed gun or a real gun, which I thought was bizarre. Yes, I was going to say, which is, like, mind-blowing, because, like, how can you not determine? I feel like it would be very obvious. Have I you, guess, like, I don't know. Have, I was going to say, have you ever seen, like, I haven't seen a 3D-printed gun, but, like, have you ever seen some of those, like, 3D-printed items that they have? Um, Like, I've seen pictures of them, but not, like, in person. Okay, in so, um, I used to work at the YMCA, some of the local YMCA here, and they had like on Wednesday nights or Thursday nights like a room and it had like one of those 3D printers and like all the kids could like make stuff and when I would work I think it was Wednesday nights like Wednesday nights this kid would come and would always show me like these weird crazy things and there was like this like lifesaver like thing and it looked like legitimate and I was like this is this you did not make this with the fr- the freaking printer and they're like yeah we really did. we made it it looks real like very real you would not think I guess depending on like how good you are at it so like if this kid was like doing this as a hobby himself you know maybe he's really good at it or if he knows someone that like was doing it like you can see some flaws but like it does look really legit oh geez okay so that makes a little more sense then that they might not be able to determine if it was 3d printed or not yes I I I definitely agree with that. And I also think, like, probably for the police, because this is probably something that I would be surprised if it has ever happened yet, where they were questioning it, that they didn't want to be wrong either. So they're like, we'll just leave it as undetermined. Like, Yeah. It very well could be. But unless there's, like, flaws in your item, I think it looked pretty legit. Like, you wouldn't know that it was just printed. So, like, my my question was, like, and, and the biggest thing was, like, the mechanisms and how they worked I feel like might be hard to 3d print but I don't I don't know I've never used one before so I don't really genuinely know how to like do any of that I do know that it was a big concern of 3d printing that potentially something like this could happen or it could be easier to like make weapons Mm-hmm. Which obviously would be a huge deal. So, like, I know that was, like, a big thing when this all, like, started getting big and 3D printers started coming out in the first place. So, I guess it is probably possible. Yeah, yeah. It's just just insane. And, I yeah. mean, the stuff that I saw was, like, stuff that, like, six, seven, eight-year-old kids were making. And I was like, this is oh, yeah. pretty freaking <laughs> wild. So, like, the stuff that, like people that are knee deep into this and like this is what they spend their time doing you know it's a hobby of theirs like probably looks super legit oh i i bet that makes a lot of sense then okay i take back my 
disbelief comments. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's pretty wild. I do think that um, there was a photo. There is a photo of um, Jack out there with what is believed to be the 3D gun like the Instagram photo that they were referencing and it does look like a real gun, but I'll have to, we'll have to post that with our pics. Okay. Shaylin had pled guilty to her crime and was sentenced to life in prison in August of this year. And Jack is still awaiting trial. Um, keep in mind that this did had, this had taken place in 2019. So it's still pretty fresh. Um, Cheryl had worked at a local YMCA in the daycare prior to her death and is remembered for her work with hundreds of children. Her obituary had even said that she had enjoyed music, traveling the world with her brother, and most of all, she loved being a mother to her boys, which I felt was super heart-wrenching because she loved being a mother to her boys, and unfortunately, it was one of her boys' ex-lovers that was the mastermind behind this whole killing of her. Yeah, and I was really curious, too, like, obviously, doing some police investigating, you'd be able to figure out some details, like, pretty quickly. But I was really curious how they were, like, on to the couple so quickly. And I did read that her son, like, uh, Shaylin's ex... Leonard Mm -hmm. immediately when he like everything happened he was like you need to look into her Um, yeah there was pointed the police in her direction immediately because he's like I think she did this and killed my mom so it is sad but like in the good grand scheme of things he like was very quick to like help the police and point them in the right direction to get justice for his mom I guess Yes, yes. I did think it was, um, because most of what I was able to find, like, on this story was focused on, like, the 3D printed gun and, like, the story itself for, like, them, Shaylin getting sentenced. Um, I wasn't able to find, like, the full how that night, you know, played out, I guess you could say. So I know that the first responders had reported to the scene like right away and she ended up dying at the hospital but I don't know who like if one of the boys was actually in the home and had seen something or if a neighbor had called or like if she was still like somewhat able like knew that she got shot and was able to call the first responders but I thought that that was she died in the hospital she didn't die like on the porch or like in her home yeah, I couldn't see it either, which is impressive because it said she was shot four times. So that makes me think they were there very quickly. But mm-hmm. I, like, was really trying hard to find out, like, what happened or what, like, what pointed the police in this couple's direction so quickly. So I just happened to finally find something that said, at least, a, like, Leonard pointed in, pointed the investigators into her direction but um that was really it like I didn't I couldn't find any other details if he was home or what well I mean if she was like threatening like the the family animals then I think she's probably the person I would report to correct (laughs) like (laughs) same I mean that's a little aggressive I remember so this is kind of off topic but somewhat comes back to it so when I worked at the courthouse there was a restraining order that had came in and they were like 
filing a restraining order against like this person and like their bird and their cat and their dog and like all (laughs) these things and I was like okay this is like how you know that it's serious like you also don't want to be involved in like any of the pets that are in their home like they're gonna send their dog (laughs) over to you to like come and harass you like what is wrong with people but if you're doing threats against the animals that's how you know it's super serious uh yes yes (laughs) I guess, do you have any other things to add? This is definitely a shorter one, but it was one that it fell with the holidays. It's an interesting case. It's a sad case. Um, I did see that, like, when Leonard pointed the police into the direction of Shaylin, they had received court-authorized searches, which that was a question of mine was like kind of how they were able to get that if it was just like a potential suspect but it makes more sense now that you had said like there were restraining orders and stuff uh but they were able to get yeah (laughs) they were (laughs) able to get court ordered searches of social media pages rideshare accounts and their phones in general like their their call logs and stuff so I definitely think that would have sealed the deal especially that rideshare account I also saw that the night of that murder they posted something very ominous on Facebook and I saw the picture it's like really it's like disturbing (laughs) Uh, after you know like what happened he It was on Jack's Facebook page, and he, it was, like, a picture of them, like, laying in bed almost, like, or kind of half laying in bed with their faces and then her hand up showing, like, the engagement ring. And the caption said, we some fighters and some shooters, and that was the night after they, or that night. So, like, that was that. another thing that, like, investigators were like, hmm, think you're admitting to this. They were both, like, very out there on social media, it seems like, because there's a lot of, like, posts that are out there, like, or the screenshots of, like, their posts or pictures of, like, on their Instagram or on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Because that's and- definitely a nice way to get caught. And, like, her, the pictures I've seen of her do look kind of (laughs) wild. And I don't want to judge because she, like, has a face tattoo and, like, all these piercings because, like, I have my ears stretched. Like, who's the one to judge? You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But it's just, like, her facial expressions in these pictures are, like, she does not give a fuck. She, like. Yes. She looks, like, very, I don't want to use the word, like, hard, but, like, like, she is not afraid of anything, and the people who, like, at 18, 19, 20, like, you're not afraid of anything, and you're, like, openly, willingly, uh, ready to do some, like, reckless shit when you're so young, and, like, your life is so, so far ahead of you, like, you, like, just like the Christmas killings, like, you could do so much damage because you just don't care. Yes. It's very, so like, very we'll true. definitely have social, like, social media pictures and, like, mug shots and stuff like that because I feel like this case is a good one to, like, 
see her face and, like, how crazy she, like, her eyes look and shit. True. And she's someone, too, because I don't, I mean, I'm not saying, like, all monsters just are created, but I couldn't really find any, like, backstory on her. And I wanted to know, like, where she came from. Like, I know she lives in Rhode Island, but, like, where did she come from? Like, what was her home life like? Um, Things like that. But I couldn't really locate any information on, like, what her growing up was for her. Yeah, I saw a lot of the same articles you did where it was really focusing on, like, the that night, the 3D printed gun and, like, her sentencing. Mm-hmm. Because she, like, did end up pleading guilty. So, like, they covered a lot of that. Like, a lot of articles covering, like, what she pled guilty to. Um, and it did sound like she's going to spend the rest of her young life behind bars now, so. Yeah. She definitely is. And it's unfortunate, too, because I think this is one of those cases, like, that we probably wouldn't have heard a whole lot of. Because it did, like, kind of blow up at one time because of that 3D-printed gun. But, like, right. I don't feel like it would have been as... There wouldn't be as many articles or, like, I don't remember if it was, like, televised necessarily. Not on, not in my area anyway, but, like, had gone as viral as it did if it wasn't for that little factor, which is really sad for Cheryl. Yeah, 100%. And it's really crazy how that works, that some cases are more sensationalized than others. I can never, I will never be able to wrap my head around how that works because... It's just crazy to me, like, that some cases go viral and then other stuff just, like, is so much, I don't want to say more interesting, but, like, is just as bad or just as horrific and, like, no one even knows that it ever happened. Oh, I could go on my little soapbox rant right here, but I will not about it all (laughs) because I think it's fucked and I do think that there is a reason why, unfortunately, um... But I just won't get into that rant right now <laughs> and spare us the, another Peyton rant. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> but also, like, this is, like, me becoming a conspiracy theory, though. So, like, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. I'm glad that's, like, died down a bit. <laughs> me too. Me too, guys. I don't know me if too. it's died down a bit. Actually, I just haven't watched a TikTok in a while. <laughs> me neither. I was tired of getting bullied on TikTok. <laughs> Last time I looked, don't know. Sydney was a conspiracy theory for a while. People really genuinely believed she was um, a crisis actor. And I can tell you guys right now that my bank account says otherwise. So someone was like, "I bet she gets. I I'll bet you a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars. She gets paid. What was that like fifty? Or, like, $100,000 a minimum a year by some big journalist company, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I responded to the post and was like, uh, guess you owe me 500 or 100 bucks, buddy. And they never responded. <laughs> this is not true. It was a little scary, though. It has, like, 2.8 million views on it or something. Yeah, we were really scared that Sid was going to get, like, some crazy death threats. So we didn't really, like, say anything about it at the time. <laughs> Now it's funny. Now it's funny. Now it's funny. <laughs> but it was scary for a little bit, guys. <laughs> I was in hiding. Don't blame you at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you have anything else to add? No, I want some uh, jokes and some facts if you have them. 
I do. Which one do you want to hear first? Let's go with a fact first. All right. So National Taco Day was announced in 2010 in the States, but it can be traced back to the 1960s. Um, There was a journal that had popped up in Mexico, I believe, and there was references to a National Taco Day. Wow, to the 60s? Yeah, but it wasn't actually announced until 2010. I was going to say, it definitely feels like way sooner that National Taco Day has, like, become a thing. Um, Yeah. But that's interesting to know that, like, the concept has been around for a while. Yeah, I thought that was a little different, surprising. Because, I I mean, the first time I even heard of any of those national days was probably 2010 or 2011. I had gotten a calendar, and it had all of the national days. Like, every single day was a national day. Like, Huh. But I would say it was around that 2010, 2011. Because I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. There's a national day, something to celebrate every single day. And it was just, like, dumb shit. Like, national wear a hoodie day. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think every every day you can find some sort of national holiday. Oh, yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, I just thought it was one of those. But interesting. It's a real thing. (laughs) Okay. Hit me with a joke. Have you heard the joke about the Santa Fe taco? No. It was corny. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) You know. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Mix it up a little bit. Do you want me to surprise you that I also have a joke for you? Yes. Yes. I've been woefully unprepared when I keep joking that like, oh, I need a... Hanukkah joke or I need a Christmas joke or whatever and then like I don't actually have one (laughs) (laughs) so I was like I'm gonna look up a joke for this time and I found one for New Year's I love it what you got I actually found some good ones but I thought this one it's like a little cheesy but it's fitting for our show so what I'm so excited what did the ghost say on January 1st? Boo-hoo. Happy Boo-year. Ooh, I love it. There were some good ones, but that was, where can you go to practice math on New Year's Eve? Algebra. Wow. Times square. Times square. Yes. <laughs> so, like, there were some really good ones, but I was like, oh, happy Boo-year. So... I love I it. Happy Boo Year to everyone. <laughs> happy Boo Year. And we'll ring in 2022 strong. I'm going to be doing it probably from the comfort of my couch. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to do it from the comfort of my friend's basement. I was going to ask out. if you had any fun plans. <laughs> Shout out to the, the Dorsey Dive Bar. <laughs> <laughs> No, no well, fun plans. I'm getting old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were like, I was invited to do some things, but uh, the holidays and like these past few weeks have been hectic. I'm Sid and I were just talking about it before we 
started recording and we had didn't even know if we would have time to record this episode so uh i was, we're doing I, it yeah so i was like oh you know what i have a three-day weekend i literally don't want to do anything i have to cl- i have to clean a bunch and reorganize my house so that's gonna be that and on the couch watching tv i've got two episodes of the sopranos left that's how you know how busy I'm. You're I've still on it. Yeah, you had like three how, episodes last week. That's what I'm saying. That's how you know how busy I am. Is in the last week I've watched one episode. That's it. I've given you like two more shows to watch. You need to figure it out. I know. I've been so busy. <laughs> also, everyone should watch Elves on Netflix. Um, it looks so good. It's so. It was so good. I watched it in one day. It's like 20 minute episodes, but there's like six so it's like watching like a two-hour movie <laughs> great highly recommend yeah. maybe i'll watch that next weekend because we'll be done with the sopranos then you even if i done. don't have if, even if i don't have time during the week i can finish it this weekend because i have friday <laughs> saturday sunday off so i can't wait that long I'm so excited <laughs> i'm just gonna binge stuff on netflix <laughs> yes it's my favorite hobby <laughs> Well, hopefully everyone else has a safe and happy new year. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, because I found out Kwanzaa started this week, too. So, I'm an idiot. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got, I think. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's the holiday season. That's what I sing. I've been singing to myself every day since, like, November 1st. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, (laughs) Happy Happy Holidays. We're just blessing everyone's ear holes, so you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I hope that I hope that you guys have like your AirPods in for this and aren't listening to it out loud. (laughs) So a bunch of other random people who don't (laughs) know that we're already weird are listening. (laughs) Sorry about it. Well, uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook at Tacos and Tequilia Podcast. On Instagram, just Tacos and Tequilia. We have a cool website, tacosandtequiliapodcast.com. That is part of my New Year's weekend goals is it will be up to date and current. <laughs> Ooh. Um, what else? You can uh, rate us or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave a rating if you listen to, I think you have to listen to at least like one or two episodes, but you can leave ratings on Spotify now. So you should definitely do that as well if you're listening on Spotify. Yeah, highly recommend. I'm going to check that that out. Helps (laughs) us get noticed, makes us feel special, and makes us want to keep doing what we're doing. Agreed. And yeah, I guess that's it. We already told you guys to have a happy new year. So we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Ha ha ha!